0: This is Unsocial Spectators with Clay Harrison and Mark Ramsey. And uh,
1: you can find us at unsocialspectators.com and also at Unspectators on Twitter. All right. uh, Welcome to episode uh, 49 of Unsocial Spectators.
0: Hey, now. Hello. How are you, man? I'm okay. What have you been up to? We've been uh, on vacation. <laughs>
1: um, uh, New Year's, uh, Christmas, uh, you know that kind of stuff.
0: Holiday stuff.
1: I had uh, uh, black peas on the on the uh, New Year's Day.
0: Well, good luck to you then. Yeah. I hope, it pay- I hope it pays off. I did not. We did not have any black eyed peas to have.
1: Well, yeah, I didn't have that many. I had two or three, and then I had uh, my usual chili, so that was good.
0: Oh, that's good. But oh, the chili sounds good.
1: But the best part was uh, my sister's neighbor, next door neighbor, uh, they uh, made tamales. And they oh. brought over a whole bunch of tamales. So my sister gave me a bunch to take home and eat.
0: So, fuck, I love tamales, man.
1: Yeah, that was home- good.
0: Because you know, uh, those homemade are the best.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were pretty
0: good. I got to show you something Shelby brought me because <laughs> it's just so weird. This is the. Um, I guess you would say newsletter for uh, Clowns of America uh, uh-huh. from, from from 1980. This is like how clowns like had like a group at a union or something. And they had people and like who ran for boards inside. So they, they, they like do little write-ups on themselves. Huh. But it's so great to see like how people used to be connected and stayed in touch. And, and so these clown newsletters were published. This is a double size issue <laughs> uh, with like articles about clowns, uh, um, just God and clowns. Yeah. That's an inter- inter- interesting one. But uh, yeah, it was really weird. And even like how to build stuff, like D- DIY clown projects. It was just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And it's just, I just am obsessed with it.
1: Yeah, I had some friends that went to clown college.
0: Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. How'd they do?
1: Well, I think they graduated, but I mean, I have no idea how they're doing now, you know?
0: Yeah, there's no clown circuit to check in on them.
1: Um, Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't keep up with them, you know. They're just a bunch of clowns. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So, uh, this week we're going to talk about our uh, flicks from 2001. Which one do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, I am going to talk about one of my favorite films, The Fast and the Furious.
1: Uh.
0: (laughs) I know you ug at it. And I did too, man. Like, I used to hate these films because, like, at the time they came out, like, I was a stepdad and and the kids were really into them. Like, I remember a, a copy of Too Fast, Too Furious laying around the house and I was like, this is the most garbage fucking film. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and it, and it, it is probably the worst of the bunch. But, uh, I like, I went to, like, some uh, fundraiser for uh, Paul Walker's charity at the Alamo where where I watched the movie with like car people and it was like watching their star Wars. Like they, they still laugh at the parts that are silly, but fucking love the car stuff. So it would so I really kind of got enthralled with just that community, having this film as like their, uh, you know, uh, star Wars. And I was just participating in the fandom at the time, but then I became like a super fan and, I've I've seen I've like gone to the Alamo to watch the Fast and Furious saga with all the films running together and spent 16 hours there. And Shelby went with me. Uh, OK. OK. <laughs> <laughs> But I, yeah, I love the Fast and Furious movie. I mean, deep down, it, it's it's a weird anomaly of film because it's, it's a film based on a magazine article about street racing right. that was just kind of opted for this film. And uh Vin Diesel becomes like this big personality at the time, and he's doing films like Pitch Black and... uh and so he does the Fast and Furious and like, he doesn't want to come back to it. He thinks it's kind of a hack thing. And the film continues. They keep making sequels for some reason. I don't know why they were continuing. I, I mean, they were I, making money. I agree. <laughs> but then they get to like the third film and they don't even have anyone from the original cast. And, uh, and so they ask uh, Vin Diesel, would you come back and like make a cameo at the end credit scene? And he's like, sure. And they're like, well, we'll pay you this much. He's like, no, I, I I want something else. He trades this cameo for the property rights to Riddick, the character from Pitch Black that he had done so uh done really well. And so he goes on to make like the Chronicles of Riddick and a video game and a third film. And it's just weird how this film has kind of like blown up into a franchise that competes with like Harry Potter and Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. And and like the tenth film is coming out, and it's got like this all star cast now, and it's like a billion dollar franchise, and it and it has like kids series on Netflix that's animated. Yeah, I'm just I, more, I'm more in awe of the franchise from this first film that that I rewatched. watched.
1: Yeah, I, I've tried to watch those movies, man, and just it's not not for me, you know. So
0: yeah. And, and and I get that, uh, you know, at the time it wasn't for me, but now I kind of enjoy it like a like I'm watching Mystery Science Theater at times, you know, Because sure. like there are plots that are real silly, but I love the stunts. I love the car shit, you know, uh, I love them trying to pivot from the first film to try to be more woman friendly later in the, <laughs> in the franchise. Uh, but it's just. Uh, it's it deep down really it's a cowboy film like if you if you look at it that that's what it's just it it's just been updated and that's weird because the guy who started the franchise Rob Cohen like by the third film he's or he's gone after the first film the guy who writes the third film ends up writing the rest of the franchises and becomes like super rich from it yeah <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that that's me. I could obsess about Fast and the Furious, but in the end, it's just a really fun car flick that captures 2001 in such a weird way about guys who are committing crimes to get uh, VHS TV combo players and DVD players. Yeah. The I, latest in technology.
1: Yeah. I watched it a, a, a couple of months ago. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, "What? What is the big deal?" And I was like, oh, "This is the big deal, you know." Uh, but um, so I watched the Royal
0: Tenenbaums, which which I dressed to the occasion. Yeah, I was hoping you noticed.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a great film. Uh, totally batshit that whole world that uh, Anderson always makes is just fun to be in, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, just great stuff always.
0: Yeah. I, I, uh, I rewatched it and loved it more than I originally remember. Like uh-huh. uh, probably the thing that hit me the hardest though, is the suicide scene. Like I didn't realize, like back then, like how graphic that was, because like nowadays you would get like a warning, or they might even edit that if they were going to show it on cable or something.
1: Right, right, Uh, yeah. So it was fun. That was fun to watch that. You know, Um, I
0: I think that may be the best Gene Hackman performance. uh, Nah. I, I mean, I know you're going to go to the 70s, but oh, dude, yeah. I I just love him and Angelica Houston. Like he's trying to convince her that he's dying and she is not having it. Like that exchange is like one of my favorite things.
1: Dude, the conversation can't
0: be beat.
1: Just can't be beat. Yeah. Know? And,
0: uh, you know, uh, like... Shelby loves Wes Anderson. Like I was showing uh, Mark a book that I that I had because uh, Shelby had it about Wes Anderson and uh, the Royal Tannenbaums. Uh, uh, her dog is named uh, Digby after Dignan from Bottle Rocket. Like she's right. such a big Wes Anderson fan. So we we'll, we need to have like an episode where we just talk about him and uh, and his films because like I really love Bottle Rocket and I'm kind of obsessed now with like his character types that he puts in his films, which are just really broken people. Uh, a lot of broken people with, uh, fodder issues.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to asteroid city. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out next year. Wes Anderson film. And, uh, the cast is going to be pretty amazing. So that could be a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, I'm definitely in
1: on that. Yeah, Asteroid city is g- going to be good, but yeah, I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah, I know it's weird cuz he had a- Anderson developed like from bottle rocket into such a aesthetic now that like you only see him in certain things and like I, I i was watching some stream the other day and like they showed like uh, a montage of india and someone just thought that was is that a wes anderson film just because it had the look of india in it and i'm like
1: right.
0: <laughs> it's so weird that that specific kind of look is tied to this uh, texas kid uh
1: yeah so uh i personally think uh the life aquatic is my favorite
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, that is pretty great. Yeah. Like it, I is that the best Bill Murray Wes Anderson yeah, collaboration? Yeah, probably, you know. Uh I think who I love the most in that film. Uh Def- Kate Blanchett. Defoe. Defoe is, Defoe is so great. So good. He's so yes. good. Fuck. Uh and like you forget about Owen Wilson. Like you're just Playing the Sun the, the unknown son.
1: I tried to constantly forget about Owen Wilson.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I love Owen Wilson.
1: Not a fan, really. Just eh. see, because
0: that, that that goes to my favorite Wes Anderson film, Bottle Rocket, because I I, I, I saw
1: I, it because I had never seen it before. A friend of mine worked on the movie, and yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, it was okay, but oh, Molson's annoying as fuck, in my opinion. You know, uh, every other I, I... film he's in, he's annoying as fuck. I mean, wow!
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> I I love him in Bottle Rocket. I love this idea of this character who who's obsessed with crime in any way. Sure. And it's and uh, like to the point like he details how he's going to build his crime persona <laughs> in only the Wes Anderson oh, way.
1: Look, I think he annoys me because I know that guy. Oh really? You no, know? yeah, yeah. I've known people exactly like that dude, and just. Uh... No, if you fine. if you knew him in real life, you wouldn't be a fan of him. Because- yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I I mean, Dignan, <laughs> Dignan is terrible. Uh, the character he plays in Royal Tannenbaum's Eli Cash is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> You know, I mean, everything about Eli, like just from the interview when they introduced Eli Cash, you know, oh, this guy's fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm trying to remember what he's uh, what his uh, theory is, but he's like, what if it didn't? And I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, but that's what he excels at. I mean, that those are the characters of the Wes Anderson world are these kind of like uh, terrible people. I mean, you don't like World Hand and Bound at all.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's Gene Hackman, he's doing a great job, but, uh, uh, I mean, come on, French Connection, uh, the conversation is, dude, if it wasn't for The Godfather... And the Godfather One and Two, the the
0: conversation would be the best Coppola movie. I've watched it, and I just don't. It doesn't do it for me like the way you're describing. Oh
1: man, it's so. Oh, watch it again.
0: It's so damn
1: good. Okay. So I damn been,
0: good. I'll give it another chance, but <laughs> but 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 I please bottle rocket indignant he's not supposed to be liked he is a bad guy and i mean because like he's not even like helpful to his friend who's been in a mental institution he's right. like you're out let's go rob somebody and then he even compares it at the end he's like you were in a mental institution and now i'm in a i'm in a prison like just kind of comparing the two like they're similar right you know and having no kind of like clue of what his friend's gone through Yeah, uh,
1: I like uh, Luke Wilson. I think he's a good actor. Uh, I just, I always thought Owen Wilson is just, doesn't have very good range.
0: Yeah. He seems
1: to play the same guy every fucking time. And it's just kind of annoying, you know, because after a while you're like, dude, do something, you know. Uh, but you know, just my opinion. Uh, yeah. but I did enjoy the world of 10 bombs. It was a rewatch and I uh, had a fun time. Uh, yeah. I mean, I even, uh, uh, enjoyed watching, uh, 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 Ben Stiller, which I have a hard time watching, uh, you know.
0: And, you know, after watching all these films, Ben Stiller is like a major player in telling the Gen X story. Oh, yeah. And, you know, from reality bites to becoming a writer director on his own and sure. doing things. You know, it's interesting right now because like I'm looking at the films that are coming up with Ben Stiller and they are all these kind of rom-com, you know, like along come Polly and like, you know. And I and I go. What stories are are is he trying to tell in these? Because these are terrible. <laughs> these oh, are yeah. all fucking. I I I'm very curious to see how many films from 2000 to 2010 that I absolutely hate because I feel like that was this. We're getting into a decade of just shit films.
1: I, I yeah, I totally agree. It's getting harder and harder to pick one. You know.
0: Yeah, uh, I was looking to see what films I owned from this year. And The Fast and the Furious, Ghost World, which is one of my all-time faves, and I think a real Gen X story. Uh, um, Ghost of Mars, which is a terrible fucking movie. It's probably the worst John Carpenter movie ever, and I saw it in a theater.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Uh, Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. The Fellowship of the Rings. We began the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, they're pretty good. In spirited way, probably one of my favorite uh, Miyazaki films, yeah,
1: yeah, good film i I enjoyed that. I saw that in the theater when it came out,
0: yeah, um, but then I was looking at like the other films that like came out, and probably we started telling like the Gen X story of the skateboard life in Dogtown and Z Boys uh-huh. and and that's like one I haven't seen in a long time and forgot that Sean Penn is the narrator for it. <laughs> Because he was Spicoli was that guy, with, sure, uh, Dogtown and Z Boys type.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so, what uh, other films or TV shows did you watch uh, in the last what three or four weeks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I had my list and I cannot find it. I'm just like, what the fuck? I have a I have
1: a list for both of us. <laughs>
0: Well, we, we just binged white Lotus season one.
1: Oh, I, I haven't seen that.
0: Yeah. It, and, uh, you know, it's good. Uh, it's, it's different. Uh, it's nice seeing something original. Uh, but like the first sieve, season, it's got, uh, Steve Zahn in it. Who's fucking awesome. Uh, Connie Britton. Uh, and it's all written by Mike White. Um. Uh, and it's just, it's like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it other than rich people go to this place to be on vacation and shit happens. Right. And that's really kind of it. Like, And I kept going, what's the interest? Is it like Fantasy Island? And they go, not necessarily. But it just kind of opens, the, the the story opens with like, there's a death. There's a dead body. And then it goes back and says okay now we're going to tell you the story from a week ago leading up to the dead body right right and and it was fun and it had some great performances uh but i don't know it just has so much hype like i I, we started season two and i really just am watching season two to see aubrey plaza
1: yeah 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 but uh i've heard uh people like it don't like it don't know what to think about it you know stuff like that but you know maybe i'll check it out one of these days
0: uh it's another one of those people kind of behaving badly so you just but they're all rich so you don't really give a shit like i kind of don't care if like bad things happen to rich people sure, sure you know
1: no that's definitely understandable Uh, So, we were, uh, I I had a a homework you gave me the show before to uh, see Violent Night.
0: Yeah, what'd you think? Uh,
1: I I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Uh, But I did think that the Home Alone aspect and the uh, feel-good kids story... Should not have been in the movie.
0: No, no. It was weird because it was kind of like forcing Die Hard and Home Alone together and said, well, if we don't have the kid aspect, then we can't do the Home Alone. Well, you don't have to because the film's still fun without it.
1: It was like a a Disney version of Bad Santa at some point, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because it opens up with Santa admitting this is the last Christmas and he's in a bar and he's yeah. just pretty much giving up on people
1: and he throws up on people out of the sleigh <laughs> but like uh, then halfway through uh, they're, they pull out Home Alone bullshit and uh, 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 happy endings and I, I'm i not a big fan I don't like 70s
0: movies well, I, I thought it had probably one of the coolest deaths, uh, with, oh, yeah. uh, jo- John Leguizamo that, that fucking, I was like, but I was cheering and having a blast even through the Home Alone stuff. No, I know it was radical. I, no, I,
1: enjoy, I enjoyed it. I went to the theater and saw it, had a good time, you know? So, so that was, it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, uh, Steven Spielberg movies.
0: Yeah, what'd you say? Duel. Wow, his first TV movie. Uh, pretty fun. Who's the star of that? I'm trying to think of his name.
1: Um, Dennis Weaver. Dennis.
0: Dennis Weaver. Okay
1: uh in fact every everyone used to say my father looked like dennis weaver so people would come up to him all the time and ask if it was dennis weaver all the time oh wow that's cool yeah but i really had a lot of fun with that i liked it a lot i really yeah.
0: did you know god i haven't seen that
1: in decades
0: and I,
1: I saw Close Encounters, too.
0: Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Mel- Melinda Dillon is so underrated in that. People yeah, forget and no, just remember she, her from A Christmas Story. She's, but the mom in this.
1: She's uh, pretty fantastic in it. And uh, I, started, I, I started watching The Punisher.
0: Oh, fuck. That's a... That's a dark show, man. I love it.
1: I'm on yeah. season two now. I'm having a good time. And uh, I went back and watched The Punisher from 2004 or 2008.
0: Oh, my God. Is that the, 2004, uh, Thomas, Thomas, Jane? the Thomas Jane? Yeah, that's, oh, God, that's so bad. Man, it's hard to watch, man. Yeah, but and what sucks is Thomas Jane loves playing the Punisher. Like he's he's even made his own fan film of him playing the Punisher, uh, but that was just a shit shit project.
1: Yeah, but you realize that John Travolta's in the
0: MCU. I know that's so <laughs> fucked up, but it. Dude, I got to tell you, though, the book that they pulled this story from is one of the best Punisher stories in all of comics. Mm-hmm. And what and, and what sucks is they replaced the villain in the book with John Travolta in the movie, because <laughs> in the book, the uh, the villain is this old woman called Ma Nucci, right. who, th- who throughout the story is so close to the violence that that the Punisher enacts on her that she loses her arms and legs. And when you get, and when they get to the end, Frank has killed all of her people. She is, she is just there in her wheelchair and he dumps her over and like kicks her into a pool of sharks. (laughs) (laughs) and, And you just don't get the fun kill that's in the book that in the movie. Right. Right. Like you like there's a scene I can't remember the wrestler he fights in the movie who's called the Russian. Yeah. That big dude who's got the red and white sweater. That's probably the closest as far as the tone of what the comic is like on film, because that whole beating that happens to him happens in the comic the exact same way. And they pull off the comedy perfect in that. Yeah, but
1: it was hard to watch. I mean, because I had been watching the series, which is so good.
0: Yeah, John yeah. Barenthal is perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really had a good time. Uh
0: but it deals with some real world PS you know you know, PSTD. Oh yeah. PS,
1: PTSD.
0: PTSD uh type stuff from soldiers and shit they go through.
1: Uh so uh there's a bunch of stuff. Coming coming up that they've been talking about. Looking forward to Renfield.
0: That looks awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. We we did a trailer watch uh, on on my other podcast for it because we are so hyped for this film. Nicolas Cage just playing it up as Dracula. Fuck yes. yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, again as uh, in his first Dracula film. He just thought he was Dracula. Now he is Dracula. <laughs> uh they're gonna they're making a history of the world part two finally.
0: Yes. And Mel Brooks introed the trailer, and I was like so glad that like he was on board with it. And it looks like it has the tone of drunk history and history of the world. Right. So if it has as many great comedians as the original did and it has like quotable shit, like it's good to be the King. Yeah. My fingers are crossed, but uh, yeah.
1: Life stinks was so bad that I don't have high hopes. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But you know what? Uh, even though I say like 2001 to 2010 is a shit decade, one of the greatest comedies of all time, uh, Tropic Thunder, comes out in 2006. And and we didn't even see that fucking movie coming. And that's an all-star cast of people that just fucking uh, blew people away. Uh, so may, maybe this is going to be the same thing. We just don't see it coming. Hopefully. Um, Grease,
1: Rise of the Pink Ladies.
0: Yes. I heard about this but I haven't seen anything
1: and no they're just talking about it they're also uh you know they're making a, a Soka on, uh a soca on on Disney yeah they're doing another Mandalorian spinoff what uh, called uh, ghost track 17.
0: What the fuck is Ghost Track 17? Uh,
1: yeah, just, uh, I found uh, this article about it, and it's supposed to be a different uh, spin-off from The Mandalorian about uh, Ghost Track 17. I don't know what that is going to be. Uh, Paramount Plus is doing a Dungeons & Dragons TV
0: series. Uh, is it just going to be like the TV or like the cartoon? No. Or is it going to be like the lore? Live action. They should do a live-action version of the cartoon. That was some fun shit. Uh,
1: it's going to be like uh, the uh, Rings of Power and, uh, you know, the spinoff of, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, We're going to take this property and make it bigger. Than- and Willow, which I finished watching. It was
0: okay, you know. It was, it was fun, but eh, it was okay. Yeah, I see it when I'm on there and then I'm kind of like, do I want to watch it maybe later? It's always a maybe later, but it's in the queue. Uh so they're doing uh
1: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes in 2024.
0: I know, I'm super excited about this. I don't know what what's involved, but I've seen like uh some preliminary art and I was excited. Um they're doing a Constantine 2. Yeah. Well, I heard a Constantine 2 with Keanu Reeves, but then I heard the next day that it was already debunked and it wasn't going to happen.
1: Oh, oh, I didn't hear it. I just heard the first part. Um, uh, they're, they're also doing, a, there's a Stan Lee documentary coming up on Disney+. Plus. So Oh, really? So that mm. might be cool. Um, let's see. Baby Driver 2. Is... Hold on. He's <laughs> directing
0: that. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yep, yep. He's oh, no! Di- yep. Oh,
1: no! Uh-huh. It's in development. I thought you'd be interested. It,
0: but it says Edgar Wright. <laughs> I mean, you know... I... I don't know. Ugh. the uh, first one's so good. Like I always said that about like the first Gremlins. Like you should never make a sequel. I'm not comparing Gremlins and Baby Driver, but sure. they're both perfect standalone films that don't need sequels.
1: Uh so the director of Werewolf by Night Oh
0: yeah, uh, Michael Giancano. He's remaking them. Dude, the giant insect film. Uh huh. Oh fuck, I'm on board. Look at, <laughs> look at look at look how he did Werewolf by Night. Like he obviously loves that aesthetic of the old Universal black and white look and feel. Right. Like everything about that man. I hope he does uh, them in black and white.
1: Yeah. Well, you know he won't because yeah. the studios won't give him the money to do it because. All the kids today will never show up for something like that. Exactly. You know, because they're dumb. <laughs> uh, I tried to watch Baffled, that Leonard Nevoy show. Uh, Leonard Nivoy, Uh, it was a TV show where he was a, a race car driver that. Uh, became the psychic it's baffled with the apostrophe on the end it's just oh it's I remember I sent you the
0: trailer the, the preview for it or the and it's intro. like a it's it, like a two-minute opening too it's, it's really long it's
1: bad dude I tried yeah. to watch it and I tried to watch V again
0: oh the uh, 80s series oh <sighs>
1: Wow. Well, you know they
0: rebooted. I think during this two thousand time period, like Yo, oh during... yeah,
1: oh yeah, but yeah. Uh, I didn't watch that. I forgot. I loved V as a kid and couldn't sit through uh, one episode. You know, oh yeah,
0: I I loved that V as a kid because I remember loving. Uh the nightmare on Elm street. And it had, it also had like Robert England in it without the makeup on. So I was like, Oh wow. We get to see him without the makeup.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I've watched a bunch of other films that were pretty fun too.
0: Yeah. What do you got?
1: A mother's day from 1980 oh
0: that's so good and <laughs> fucked up it is so fucked up well,
1: I've never seen it before I just heard about it what a weird fucking movie man
0: I know and it has one of the all time classic horror posters Have you, did you yeah. look up the poster Oh yeah, I love it yeah yeah it's fucked up it's
1: real fucked up <laughs> yeah totally fucked up uh, I watched Beefus and Butthead do the universe how was
0: that? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird they keep returning to Beavis and Butthead, but it's like, I don't know if that humor is still a thing. No,
1: it isn't. It you know,
0: I mean, Judge judges moved on to do like Silicon Valley. It seems sure. like a step back to go back to Beavis and Butthead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Beavis and Butthead really sucked, you know. <laughs> uh. I watched another sucky movie, Do- what? Doom.
0: Doom. Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> that is like super fucking bad. That's like the worst rock film. Uh, yeah, it's bad. It's the worst video game adaptation. It's the worst. <laughs> I mean, it's the, it, it's the bottom of the barrel of video game movies.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad,
0: man. I don't remember a good thing about it. Um I watched McGruber. McGruber's underrated. It was okay. Yeah. It it's funny. Okay. It's it, it's a funny background watch. Uh, I saw this show called, a
1: movie called Brian and Charles.
0: Okay, what's it about?
1: Really, it's a British film about this guy who, uh, he's an inventor and he invents this robot. And it's a comedy and it's really fucking good, man.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, when you say Brian and, what what was it, Brian and Frank? And Charles. Brian and Charles? Like, I don't know what kind of film that's, is it a buddy comedy? I don't know, just from the title.
1: It's a sci-fi film. Huh. Really, really uh, enjoyed it, you know? It it could have been a... uh, uh, you know it it was almost like it was maybe uh uh could have been a BBC TV show, you know. But
0: Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of fun though.
1: Yeah, it was if you get a chance uh check it out. I I I think you'll like it. Okay. Uh I saw a piece of shit film. <laughs>
0: Mooncrash. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. Is it Mooncrash or Moonfall that I saw?
1: Well, they're both the same thing. They're both
0: shitty, too.
1: Yeah, I've seen Moonfall, but Moon Crash is like Moonfall, but worse.
0: <laughs> it's Moonfall without good actors, because I'm looking at the people in it, and I'm like, who? 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 Yeah. Who? Yeah. It has one star on IMDb?
1: Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, now they're making a Barbarella remake.
0: Yeah, you know, they always talked about a Barbarella remake uh, because I I remember when they were going to do one with Drew Barrymore. They were going to do one.
1: uh, Uh, Yeah, but
0: who now? Maybe
1: my favorite new, uh, one of my favorite young hot actresses. Anna de Sydney Sweeney. Eh. Oh, man, she, she's pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, it would be fun to see a remake, but, I mean, Jane Fonda is just so good in that film, you know? Oh, she was in uh, uh, White Lotus. Yeah, she's great, man. I really you know, env- Anna
0: Diarmaus, though.
1: Yeah, no, she's <laughs> good too. But you know, I yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I watched uh, Seven
0: Psychopaths. Oh man, I haven't seen that. Great, great film, man. Um, I think I watched this during our time off, uh, The Gray Man. Have you seen that on Netflix? Uh, No. Dude, it's really fucking good. It's a Russo Brothers action film with uh chris evans playing the villain Uh and just a really evil motherfucker too and it's like he it's like someone who loves being bad (laughs) uh and and he's really fucking good in but it's just non-stop action that's what uh, anna de armas is in it with uh what's his name from the good guys uh and blade runner ryan gosling Uh ryan gosling yeah it's it's kind of like an american james bond take right and uh it's just badass. like I loved all the fucking action in it. But if you like those Russo uh, Russo Brothers films that, that they do on Netflix, it's just action, uh, this is this is was one of my favorites.
1: I saw uh, don't worry darling. I thought it was I've heard uh, bad things. I've heard good things. I loved it, man. It was wow, really, really really good in my opinion, yeah.
0: I had heard so many bad things that I watched a YouTube video on it and this person like broke down the original story, the script and what was on film to give you like all the background on everything. Yeah. And it seemed like kind of neat but apparently the execution wasn't great. No, was...
1: I, no, I thought it was really good, man. And yeah. uh, Florence Pugh is great. She's she's probably one of our best uh, female actors out there, you know?
0: Yeah, she's awesome. I love her.
1: Yeah, she's good. Um, I saw The Fountain.
0: Man, I have not seen that. Uh, Hugh Jackman?
1: What a fucking mindfuck that film is. Definitely <laughs> see that mindfuck.
0: Fountain. yeah Hugh Jackman Rachel Vice.
1: yeah it's it's fucking crazy
0: man definitely definitely check that out oh is this oh oh yeah okay so this is the Darren Aronofsky Darren Aronofsky had did a graphic novel of, of the fountain before he did the movie because he never thought he'd have the money or clout to get it made it's and good dude Okay, yeah, because we did read it. Oh, Cliff Curtis is in this. Yeah, cool.
1: yeah, I enjoyed it. And I saw Sunshine.
0: I love that. But I'm a Danny Boyle fan. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sunshine was a whole lot of fun, man. Whole lot Ex- of fun.
0: Except the ending.
1: <laughs> well,.
0: Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it, it is was a good film.
1: fun to get to that part. And, you know, I mean, uh, a good cast. I mean, you have
0: Chris uh, Evans.
1: You, you have Chris Evans. You have Michelle uh, Yos in it.
0: Yeah, uh, Cillian Murphy.
1: Yeah, yeah, Cillian's really good in the film, too. Yeah, just uh, a good time. And, uh, also, uh, I watched, uh, uh, the new season of Letterkenny.
0: We're doing a Letterkenny rewatch. We're up to season five.
1: Watch it all, man. Watch We're it. We're there. And watch Shorzy, too, man. Just fucking great shit. Ferda. Yeah, total <laughs> Ferda. <laughs>
0: Uh, I watched uh, Tales of the Jedi. I haven't watched that one yet. They're all like 12-minute shorts.
1: Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Yeah. But what I am watching and I'm really enjoying is the Bad Batch.
0: Oh, I ha- see, I haven't watched Rebels. And so, like, I need to watch all the animated stuff.
1: Uh, Bad Batch is a whole lot of fun.
0: All right, I'm down.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm saying that, you know. I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched the second season of Gangs of London. So violent, so fucking violent. (laughs) Oh my God, it's the best violence on TV ever.
0: Where is it on? What's it on? AMC. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's just the shit, man. Just the fucking shit. And I, uh, you know, I'm watching Halt and
0: Catch Fire.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I watched
0: the first two seasons.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm already in the uh, uh, second season. I'm really loving it. So, yeah, total fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh I watched Orphan First Kill. <laughs> what would you think? Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I love the first one. The second one's just as good, man. And it's a prequel, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a prequel and the the funny thing about it is that uh Julia Stiles Oh yeah, she's in it. She's in it. And uh, halfway through the film, you're rooting for the orphan to kill Julia Styles.
0: <laughs> you really hate her? Oh, she's she's the worst, man. Is she like a bad character where like she makes bad decisions, or is it just you hate no, that? No, she's
1: she's evil.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, uh...
1: it's a real cool twist. I think you'll like it.
0: Oh, okay, cool. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, because I, I, I never saw the first Orphan, but I heard what yeah, the twist was the, in that. Yeah, so. or,
1: Orphan's fun. Yeah, I think you would like a first kill, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see Megan, too, because that seems to have uh, uh, just the killer doll aspect. Uh, it's-
1: yeah, I want to see Megan, but I heard it's going to Peacock, so I'll be able to see it uh, when... Uh, because I got... I got twelve months of Peacock for nine nine cents a month, so Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm i I'm fine oh. and then, then I have a whole free second year of AMC because they're too dumb to cancel me. <laughs> um oh what oh I saw Empire Records.
0: Oh, I love Empire Records. Yeah, Damn the man yeah. said the Empire.
1: Yeah, I'd never seen it before, so I had a good time watching it.
0: Do you remember when record stores like that used to be independent? You could go in and buy cassettes or headphones and...
1: Bill's Record and Tapes. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched uh, Day of the De- uh, Dead uh, to, from 2008. Oh,
0: Day of the Dead.
1: Yeah. It has, uh, uh, Mina Savari.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like this is the Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah, this is a this is bad. It's really, really, really bad. It is. It, I just can't believe like the people that are in it. Like Bing Rhames is in it, and like I don't know why. Like he just obviously needed the money. But see. every other person in this is just somebody you just don't want to see in anything. Like yeah. I don't. Nobody. Nobody goes and looks for a Nick Cannon movie. No. And uh, if it's not American Pie, no one wants to see a Mina Suvari or American Beauty. I
1: don't think uh, any of Nick Cannon's uh, 45 children would want to see this.
0: (laughs) Mina Suvari, though, has done one of the worst fucking films I've ever seen. Let me look this up so I can tell you about it, because it is... Just unbelievable! Like it, it makes Day of the Dead sound like Schindler's List.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
0: It's um, a movie from... about for,
1: the same number of people die in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck!
0: It's from two thousand seven. It's called Stuck, no, and it, it's it's based on a real story about a woman who commits a hit and run and then finds that the person she hit is stuck in the windshield of her car, so she drives home with the person who is still alive.
1: Oh, I gotta see that. (laughs) What's fucked up? It's based on a real story. I gotta see Stuck, man. That sounds awesome.
0: It's free on Tubi. Uh,
1: I I rewatched Basic Instinct.
0: Oh, did you see uh, some Sharon Stone?
1: I forgot how good she was in that, man. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that fucking character, like, she gets to show up in uh, all kinds of stuff after that as that character because she was in um, the fucking parody movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the last action hero. She played herself in that or played the character in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was really good. Oh, I saw a Runaway Train. Uh, Denzel Washington. No, Runaway Train is from like 1980, 81. It had
0: uh, uh whoa, eighty five. Uh, oh, John Void. yeah, John. It's Voigt. Okay, so good, dude. Where? Oh, it's free on YouTube. Pluto too Yeah.
1: Yeah, like so it's a good. very that
0: that's a very young Rebecca De Mornay in '85.
1: Maybe her first picture.
0: Yeah, yeah. But John Voight, Eric Roberts, Eric Roberts when he kind of cared about the roles he took. Yeah,
1: Eric Roberts when he was good. You know. Yeah. But yeah, check that out. If you had never seen it, it's really good, dude. Really okay, really, cool. Yeah, yeah, a real fun film. Uh, y- if you've never seen it, you got to check it out. Also, I saw uh, I saw Legend,
0: the Tom Cruise fantasy. I'd never seen it before. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love Legend, yeah. but it's really a Tim Curry film. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. But uh, I had a good time watching it, you know, because I'd always heard about it you know and just okay.
0: never never saw it dude i was blown away in the theater when they have tim curry walk out as the fucking like just with the horns and the cloven hooves yeah i'd never seen anything like that right like, we didn't like you know explaining to kids like pre-cgi shit like when you have physical makeup on a person to transform them like that it's just unbelievable uh so i saw lure cake Oh, that's a good one, yeah, with uh, James Bond guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, Daniel Craig. That was really fun. I enjoyed
0: that. I think that's the movie that got him, James Bond.
1: Probably, probably. Yeah. You know? Also... Got
0: Sienna Miller's in that. um, Uh,
1: I watched uh, Nymphomaniac uh, Volumes 1 and 2 by uh, Lars uh, von Trier. Oh, yeah? Dude, it's got Stellan Skarsgård in it. Mia
0: Goth. Oh, this is the Shia LaBeouf movie. It's, yeah,
1: dude, check it out. It's on really. Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's very long, uh, two parts, four hours plus. The oh, dir- really? the directors well, you have to watch the first and the second half separately, dude. I I was enthralled by it. Okay. You, you you will see a bunch of penis.
0: I'll have to be prepared, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely be mentally prepared for lots of penis, lots of uh, vagina, lots of. <sighs> It's uh, it's definitely uh, X-rated, you know.
0: Well, but, I figured with all that.
1: Yeah, total. Uh, but Skarsgård is so good in it, man. All right, he's fucking
0: incredible, and I'll—I mean, it's got Defoe in it too. I mean, you know, Skarsgård was giving. Uh, like, stellar monologues in Andor. I know that dude's a fucking great actor. Like,
1: dude, he's so good. I just...
0: There's less penis in Andor, so...
1: Well, (laughs) there... Yeah, it's Disney Plus. (laughs) And Disney Plus Plus has penis. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I... Look, you may want to watch it by yourself. (laughs) But, you know... It's definitely, I I was totally entranced by the film, you know? Just a really good time. I had a good time watching. Also, I watched uh, Miss 45.
0: Dude, one of the best revenge films of all time. What a blast. Very underrated. If you've never seen Miss 45, like, I know it's, you probably saw it on AMC. Um, Miss 45, I think it's on a bunch of different
1: places, but I did see it on EMC.
0: Okay. Yeah, I know that's what i had seen on Shudder. It's from 81. Yo, oh, you can watch it on Pluto for free, Ruka, Roku mm-hmm. for free, Redbox. So yeah, Miss 45 is awesome. Hardcore flick. Like it is grunge house of grunge house films.
1: Oh yeah. Now I saw Ultraviolet.
0: Oh, I remember this movie.
1: Yeah, with... Uh, uh,
0: Resident Evil chick, Mila yeah,
1: Jojovic. Uh Pretty fun style. I like the yeah. style.
0: Yeah, it's a cool action You, you know, action
1: that. flick, but total terrible ratings. But I, yeah. I still had fun watching it, you know?
0: Yeah, it's on Hulu.
1: And speaking of... Of uh, uh total grindhouse, one armed executioner. Whoa. Dude, you gotta get that. I uh so I was recommended Miss Forty Five and One Armed Executioner by the Quentin Ternino podcast. <laughs> Great podcast, by the way.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah, he he reviews videotapes.
0: Dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just real fun time.
0: Free on Tubi, free on Voodoo.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely add it to your watch list. And I know you have Shudder. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the new uh, uh, 4K version of Possession? Mm-mm.
0: Did they get? Uh, yeah, I haven't logged in in a while.
1: It's out on Shutter, dude. It's. Uh, have you seen Possession? I'm trying to
0: think. For, it's from the '80s, right? '81, uh, Sam Neill. I think I've seen it because I always remember the cover because it's got that face on it being pulled back. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's not ringing a bell. Maybe I haven't seen it. I'll check it out.
1: uh, Check it out. The new cut is real good. Uh, They released it in the theaters for a while. It was, uh, dude, so much fun. If you ever want to see Demon fucking a woman... And, uh, which I do. Which, of course, you do. And uh, the uh, Sam Neill uh, in a whacked out crazy movie. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, you, he's get, perfect to, for that. you
1: get to see him do it again.
0: <laughs> That's what you go back for Sam Neill. For people who only think of him from Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, right. When you could be in the mouth of madness and.
0: Uh, the omen. Uh,
1: Oh, no, not just that, but uh, uh, Event Horizon.
0: Event Horizon, yeah, yeah I just
1: whacked one. out. Sam Neill is a lot of fun, but yeah, definitely watch Possession again. My biggest recommendation so far this year, you know. Oh, good deal. Yeah, definitely. Okay, what do you, what that, do
0: you got for two thousand two? Um, for last year for, or no, to 2002 for the next show.
1: Oh, 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 by the way, I watched a movie called sick and, uh, sick is a horror film and it's kind of, uh, right when COVID started and it's about yeah. this, uh, these two girls, they go out to uh, uh, their parents' like vacation home. And this couple comes and kills them because she had given their son COVID. And it's Whoa. a real fucked up film. So, yeah, check it out. Sick. So, for 2002, I wanted to do The Ring.
0: Oh, okay, good. Yeah. What do you got? I am going to do, if I can track down a copy of Run, Ronnie, run the Bob <laughs> and Dave sketch movie, <laughs> man. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Cause nobody really knows about it. And so like, I always like try to talk about it and, uh, Uh, because it's fucking weird. It's just a transition of sketches put together for a film. Yeah. But then that's a lot of, you know, like Monty Python used to do that kind of stuff. We just don't see that anymore. So. Dude, I love that film though. And I'm also tinkering with maybe watching Equilibrium. Did you ever watch Equilibrium Uh, with uh, Christian Bale? No. It's a great dystopian film. Huh. Yeah. From 2002. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, trying to see what else is out there, but yeah, like this is beginning of remake city and bad sequels because Rollerball is remade in 2002 American psycho two was made. And then this is, this is one of my all time. Like, I can't believe that this movie was made with Dana Carvey, the master of disguise. Do you remember that movie? Mm Terrible. Terrible.
1: You know, like talk. Sh- you know, talk when I talk when I talk. You know, talk.
0: <laughs> Halloween Resurrection. That was when Jamie Lee Curtis was returning to the franchise, and then later admitted it was just for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And it's a shit film, but it's still better than Halloween. Halloween ends. Uh, but then we get, you know, we get signs from M Night Shyamalan. That was pretty decent. Cabin Fever uh underrated underrated film Reign of Fire.
1: Love Reign of Fire.
0: It, yeah, I was looking to see movies that I had from 2002 and that's a, a big one of them. Uh Blade 2 is fucking awesome. Cuz that's uh uh oh my god, the guy that just did Pinocchio, DeL Toro.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But let me see, from 2002 that I also own, I own eight films, 28 Days Later. Yeah, good film. Minority Report.
1: Yeah, serviceable.
0: Yeah, not too bad. I like the look more than Tom Cruise in it. Sure. You know, Rain of Fire, uh, Resident Evil, I have the whole Resident Evil series on DVD. Hmm. They're all bad, and I love them. Uh, yeah, Attack of the Clones comes out. Do you see any other movies that are underrated or Death to Smoochie? That's a that's a fucking underrated film cuz that movie is funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do The Ring because I just watched it the other day for the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> But Rob yeah.
0: Schneider. Rob Schneider got a lead in the Hot Chick in two thousand two. <laughs> I'm just looking at in these fucking awful movies. Oh, I forgot. I,
1: I also saw Looker.
0: Oh, I love Looker. It's Do, that, so from the '80s. No one so has it. So good. Is it streaming anywhere? Yeah, because I'll watch it. Yeah, I, it's '81. Uh, it's on YouTube for free? Wow. That is a great fucking I I didn't know who the fuck Albert Finney was. And uh-huh. I'm like, this this old man is badass in this movie because it's uh basically they're digitizing models and then killing them and then just using their likeness forever. Yeah,
1: effort. yeah, which is funny because it's it's uh it's uh, what's his name? Michael Cryton directed it. Yeah, And he totally predicts deep fakes. Yeah. You know, so it was a really so far ahead of his time. So we'll have dinosaurs any minute now.
0: <laughs> yes, because somebody will go, maybe we shouldn't. There's that movie and someone goes, yeah, but the money. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, definitely.
1: All right. So I'll see you next time. Maybe right, next week. Maybe <laughs> in a month from now.
0: All right, then. Later. Later.